We're going again. Hello and welcome back to the Remake Hot Takes podcast, uh, where we play executives trying to pitch new ideas for remakes of our favorite media. I'm Brooke. (laughs) And I'm Maria Schwartz. (laughs) Today we're talking about Twilight. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Brooke, had you seen Twilight before? Oh yeah, I have seen it. I have read it. I have experienced it. In about what, when did the books come out? I think I was like nine years old or something. And I read all of the books on like a family vacation And my most distinct memory um, was that I was extremely constipated (laughs) that summer (laughs) and Twilight really just stuck with me in the bathroom. I'm talking like I was like a nine-year-old. I was in there for like 40, 45 minutes (laughs) at a time. (laughs) So when I think of Twilight, I think of digestive issues, but um and Mario was like, what do you want to do for the next pod? And I was like, I don't know. Um, and I was like, we could do Twilight. Like Robbie Pat's been in the news, you know, with mm-hmm. the Batman. <laughs> this is his original brooding uh, appearance. And I was like, we got we to gotta bring him back down. We got to take him back down to his roots. So like, obviously I want more people to be tweeting about this and this podcast and Twilight instead of the new Batman film. So that was the motivation. Do you have something against Batman or is this like a personal vendetta thing? Like, no, I've never seen a single Batman. (laughs) Haven't seen, haven't seen a bat, haven't seen a man, (laughs) haven't seen any of anything, haven't seen the Dark Knight rising up, haven't seen I don't know, Joaquin Phoenix was someone, Jokers, haven't seen any of them. Um, I don't know, but I just wanted to humble Robert Pattinson. <laughs> he felt like he needed it. Um, but yeah, and then Maria, you said that you had never seen Twilight before. So can you talk about how that tragedy happened? How did this, how did this movie escape you for so long? I mean, I was really team Harry Potter Mm. and there was the idea that you had to pick a side. Um, It wasn't like I necessarily, I mean, I didn't really like Twilight like as like a principal. I was kind of like one of those people who joined the herd of like, like, oh, like Twihards, Potterheads are better, you know, that kind of thing. (laughs) Um, But yeah, yeah. But hot take now, um, I went 24 years without watching this movie. I know it didn't, (laughs) it didn't start in 1997, but I went 24 (laughs) years without watching this movie and I really don't think I missed much. Mm. (laughs) I I think you did. (laughs) I think you missed out on a cultural phenomenon, a collective experience. I just don't get it. I just. We can jump right into it. Like, what were your overall thoughts, feelings, any questions? I will also say this was a new experience for me as well, because I accidentally rented Twilight, the extended edition on Amazon Prime. Um, And wow, just really seeing it in a whole new light. There was three hours worth of, I thought it was all extended edition. I was like, this is this is the Peter Jackson cut of, of Twilight. I was like, holy shit, we're about to see so much more like weird stares and like weird stuttering from Kristen Stewart. Um, but it was only maybe like half an hour or so of extended. And then it was like, like 45 minutes of like behind the scenes cut. I watched a little bit of that stuff and it was mostly like talking about Stephanie Meyer and her like involvement in the making of <laughs> Twilight. Um, but if you read like Anna Kendrick's book, she like briefly talks about <laughs> her experience on the set and it being miserable. 
to the point of like bonding the cast members in the trauma of making it. Um, so yeah, this was also partially a new experience for me. And I will touch on some of the scenes <laughs> that absolutely blew my mind, never saw before. I'm sorry, I know this is not interesting for the people listening, but what kind of cup is that? Why are you drinking from a vase? <laughs> I just toss out the flowers every time I need a little sip. Um, this is the only glass I like drinking out of and have drunk out of for my entirety of my life. I don't know what it is. I think it's like maybe like it's a beer tall. vessel. I don't know. <laughs> I think it might have like been like this is like two pints worth or something. <laughs> and my alcoholic parents were like, here, baby Brooke, this is your sippy cup now. Um, but I, when I moved to my apartment, I stole all of the ones from my house and brought them here. And they're like indestructible. This is like glass and I've dropped it full force. <laughs> I'm like, like a vampire. Yes. She like glitters in the, in the light. Um, but yeah, I just like <laughs> drinking water. <laughs> Interesting. But yeah, no, I, I found the, the movie quite boring until like the last half hour. Until then, we're just like looking in the microscopes. <laughs> and um, so I can't imagine the extended cut because like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why? It's just yeah. like, it was like the entire, <laughs> if we ran our podcast, like Twilight was filmed, you would say something and I would wait 10 minutes to respond. <laughs> it was like they all took Alan Rickman's master class on acting. And his first line was like, include pauses to build suspense. And then they just clicked out and did not want anything <laughs> else. Like, That's enough. <laughs> Let's just implement step one and go from there. And it was also like weird stares because they all like lead with their foreheads. Yeah. So you haven't read the books or anything, right? No. Okay. Yeah. Cause everyone, there's like, it's hotly debated in the, in the twilight community, which I don't consider myself to be a part of, but like, I'm adjacent. I'm like, I'm next to the twihards. Um, but I have read the books and it is hotly debated that basically people are either like Kristen Stewart, like she flubbed that role. Like she's so fucking awkward. Um, and then people that have read the books are like, actually, she like nailed it. <laughs> she, <laughs> Bella is supposed to be like awkward as fuck. Um, and she really, really carried that, <laughs> carried that image through. I but... think my problem is that, and I don't know if it is true for the books as well, but she's just such a passive character. Mm -hmm. Like everything just kind of happens to her. And then in the end, she finally makes a fucking decision, which is like, I want to be turned into a vampire. Mm -hmm. And Edward's like, Shh, no. <laughs> and she's like, okay. And I was like, you made one decision in the whole movie and it meant nothing. Yeah, that's kind of like a common theme for, for Bella, I will say. I mean, I like love to hate this movie. Like it obviously is bad like it's it's bad it's great but it's good <laughs> I love it but my main my main like thing is what in the world do Bella and Edward talk about like this isn't gonna be my remake but I let's just like imagine a world in which like Bella and Edward ha have fucked other people like <laughs> let's just like let's just imagine Say like they're not like 17 and like 117 years old, but actually 17 or whatever. Say they're like 24 and they're living in an apartment and they have seen other people's private parts. This is a whole different story. Like if Bella just had like one good female friend, we'd be like, it's really weird how like you and Edward don't really like say anything and you're kind of just like uber horny for each other. And then it's also kind of weird that he like, like stalks you and like follows you and, and yeah really, that like, was an interesting thing where he was like where she's talking on the phone to her mom and then she's like gotta go because Edward's just suddenly in her room 
Mm -hmm. And she's like, has this been happening for a while? And he's like, yeah, I've just been kind of like creeping into your room through the window for the past few months. I like watching you sleep. And she's like, cool. Like, it's not even like cool. She's like, yes. (laughs) She's like, absolutely love of my life right there. And I'd be like, I'm filing a police report. (laughs) Like, even if you're Robert Pattinson level hot, I'd still be like, "Mm." (laughs) like, let's discuss our personal boundaries, (laughs) but like, I mean, we can't like get rid of that aspect because it is like, it is like the crux of the film is that these two people just like, so insanely are horny for each other. But I just like, what do they talk about? Like, do you know any of the other details of like what happens in their, in their like character arcs here in their storyline? Do you want me to like lay them out? Yeah. So basically their entire, there's what, there's three books, three or four books. And oh my God, how many movies are there? It's either three books and four movies or four books and five movies. It's, it's one of those situations. I can't remember, but basically their entirety of their relationship is Edward's like I don't want you to be a vampire and Bella's like I want nothing more than to be a vampire (laughs) so I can finally have sex with you um and essentially they get married so they're like they're like little two like little Christian teenagers who like can't have sex until they're married and so they like immediately get married they're like 18 years old that's another thing that's like wild if you put it into perspective I don't know like what kind of high school situation you had, but like a good chunk of people from my high school were marrying straight out of there. <laughs> like it's, it's not uncommon in rural America to like hook up real quick so you can survive the harsh winters. But did you have a lot of vampire families? We had a couple, um, mm-hmm. but they were definitely in the minority. Any wolves or no, we did not. We were not that diverse, but I, yeah, I will say if you like Google the demographics, it was like 98% human, 2% vampire. So we definitely could have had a more diverse like student body, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of people getting married, but basically they get married and then they go to an island <laughs> to have sex. And basically the premise is that Edward, he's so strong. His erection, so powerful that he is just breaking furniture. They are destroying the property every time they have sex. And it's like- Imagine they booked your Airbnb. (laughs) Yeah, they would be horrible. Ikea (laughs) can't withstand. (laughs) No, no, no. He needs like, he needs like a metal frame (laughs) and like a powerful mattress, like a purple mattress. Um, But yeah, they literally have like a heated bed so that- he can like fuck Bella and she won't freeze to death because it's so chilly Uh, it's literally like she put a lot of details into this I was like like, like, oh my god (laughs) is it like (laughs) would it be like inserting a popsicle into your vagina is that what it's yeah if she had any sort of swelling whatsoever perfect solution right there (laughs) and just immediate ice pack in the vagina um, I don't know. Stephanie did not, she did not divulge the secrets of the erection. It was just everything surrounding. Um, mm. at least I don't remember, <laughs> but I was reading this when I was like 13 and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> give me more Stephanie. Um, but <laughs> she essentially gets pregnant on the honeymoon and the baby is too powerful. It, it's a like combination of the human and the vampire and these like half breed mixes like grow at insane rates. So basically it's also eating Bella from the inside out. So there are many scenes where Bella has to drink blood um, as a human. And then essentially the baby is named Renesme, combination of Renee and Esme. Um, and <laughs> the baby like just like kind of rips out of there, just destroys her, destroys her body. And so it would kill her, but then Edward does his little vampire thing and she turns into a vampire. So Bella like wakes up a vampire and Renesme is like a four-year-old and it's been like a day. <laughs> like she, she rapidly grows. Um, but anyways, that's like their love arc. And the entirety of it is Edward being like, no, you're not going to be a vampire. 
she's like I want to be one real bad and then she is one um and that's kind of the extent of it (laughs) but brings me back to my point what do they talk about in their relationship because now now once she's in vampire mode that's it they're together for life baby Mm -hmm. like not even not even life they're there for eternity they're they're outliving global warming like (laughs) the world will be destroyed and it's going to be these two stupid motherfuckers that do not have anything in common other than their shared love of horniness. And I get it. That's enough to take you through like at least a couple hundred years. But after that, what are they talking about? Their kid's probably dead. She's, she, I don't know. It's debated what Renesmee's lifespan is going to be, but they share absolutely no common interests, no common dialogue. <laughs> There's just nothing going on you know like what what do they sit down and like watch on the tv together <laughs> like they sit down on like a saturday night and they're like let's watch snl <laughs> no they're not doing that <laughs> they're literally standing in a corner like staring at each other <sighs> yeah, i just didn't understand what was so attractive about him because first thing that happens is like he's like semi puking at her like smell like that's what it looks like and that wouldn't make me be like oh intrigued that would make me be like I need to switch schools like I would be so embarrassed but she's like just need to talk about him just talk to him about it and then he says hello in like the weirdest way possible and then he says I was out of town for a couple of days personal reasons which feels like the etiquette you would say like to your boss yeah Um, (laughs) like when you don't have to divulge what you use your pto for you're like (laughs) personal reasons but he's in high school right that when you put on your excuse slip (laughs) um and then with he stops the car and then she's like how did you do that you were standing all the way over there and he was like no, I was standing right next to you. I was literally right next to you. So then he gaslights her. Yeah. And and then he's like, uh, can you watch where you walk? And then he's like, we shouldn't be friends. Not that I don't want to. And it's like, what is appealing about him? Genuinely. That's what I'm saying. Like if she had dated someone named like Chad before <laughs> she had met and were like, things would be different. It would be different, but like, I don't know. I guess it's just that, like that notion that like, oh my God, like the kindergarten idea that if he's being mean to you, it means he likes you. (laughs) So she's like, oh my God, like he just like punched me in the face. What do you think that means? Do you think he he, like is going to ask me out to prom? But yeah, I never had noticed his hello before, (laughs) but I was literally like, did Robert Pattinson like forget an American accent real quick and then like just confuse it with like 10 different other ones it's like the strangest sound that comes out of his mouth and I was like I can't believe that was the best take they had they were like beautiful move on to prophase metaphase anaphase <laughs> like we got it next I also don't understand that he has been alive since what like 1800s or something Spanish influenza 1918 to be specific um and this is the one he's been waiting for because Bella also doesn't have a personality she's like I just want to read and listen to my music I'm different (laughs) I don't dance I think that was actually also (laughs) the scariest part about the last kind of big action sequence when she has to go and like save her mom or whatever it wasn't that she was having to go face a vampire that like wants to kill her. It's that she had to go to a dance studio because we know <laughs> that Bella hates to dance. Hates dance. A nightmare for her. Oh my God. Um, okay. So to kind of explain it. So the vampires have like superpowers, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of touched on a little bit, but there's also, I don't know how much you know, but there's also um, like a vampire, I think they're in Italy or like Vatican City or something. They're like mm-hmm. in Europe. Um, there's like a vampire troop called the Volturi um, and they're, they're like another vampire clan 
that's super old, but they're like, they're pretty bad and they're like meat eaters and they're constantly like eating tourists and stuff, but they all have a lot of superpowers. And the Cullen clan is like another clan that has a lot of superpowers. So Edward, obviously he can read minds and Alice, she can see like the future. It's subjective though. And Jasper can kind of like manipulate people's emotions. Um, so the thing that makes Bella different, it's honestly, it's like a very key, key thing is that Edward cannot read her mind. So he can read literally everyone else's mind and then he cannot read hers. So that's what makes her like super special. And that's like the, the hallmark of the beginning of like their relationship is that he doesn't know what she's thinking. Have we considered that there's nothing going on up there. <laughs> and it's like, damn, I'm really, I'm not getting anything. Bella's just sitting in the corner blinking, not a thought in there. No, I don't know. And there was also like the weird part where, I don't know, I think, I know Jacob comes up like later in the story, mm-hmm. like he wasn't as much in this. But there's the weird part where all of his friends come over and they're talking about um, Edward and um, they're like, oh, he doesn't like the Collins don't come around here. And then they leave and Bella and Jacob walk together and she's like, what did your friends even mean by the Collins don't come here? And then he goes, so you caught that, huh? She was in the conversation. <laughs> what do you mean you caught well, that? We've established that she may not be thinking many thoughts. So he was like, he was like, oh, you were you were aware of human language. One made it in, one thought made it in. <laughs> yeah. He's like, God damn it. The one that got away. Um, I will say, so Bella's ability for Edward to like not read her mind is actually Bella's superpower. So later on, we find out that she has this like shield ability is hers. And it's so strong that she's been using it even as a human. And then when she goes vampire mode, we realize that she can extend her shield to basically exclude other vampires powers and she can extend it to protect people. So there's like one vampire that can make you feel like excruciating pain, basically like the cruciatus curse and Harry to to bring it down to your fandom um so she could like block other people um but yeah I wonder why I like how Bella's like I have uncovered this deep mystery let me like skip school or what are they doing going after school to like go in the woods and she's like so tell me more like okay, you're a vampire and you're a vegetarian. How does that work? And she's going like, she's, uh, you know, going through her like list of 25 questions. And I like that the thing with Jacob never comes up again. (laughs) She's just like, so tell me more about that. Okay. And she never thinks to be like, so what's up with like, um, (laughs) Jacob being paid 20 bucks by his dad to tell me to break up with you. It comes up later, but she leaves it mysterious. There was also like that whole conversation in the woods. I found that Edward speaks in like the weirdest, like semi metaphors. Like your scent is like a drug to me, my own personal brand of heroin. Uh-huh, like uh-huh. that was the best way you could think to put it. And then like, he's been alive since 1918 or whatever. That's when he was turned so he's Mm -hmm. had plenty of time to think of ways to describe being a vampire and all he's come up with in the last like however many years is it's like a human living on tofu (laughs) (laughs) like like, are you kidding me well okay keep in mind he was like rocking it in like the late 1800s into 1900s so like he probably did do heroin you know, it was probably like, like he had probably gone to the pharmacy for like a little cough and they probably like gave him heroin. So he honestly, that might be an accurate description. He might be like reliving his youth. You know, he was like, ah, you smell my own personal brand of heroin. But yeah, Edward is 
very weird. I'm surprised that you didn't pick up on the like, and so the lion fell in love with the lamb. And apparently that was like the one line that Stephanie Myers was like, this has to be in the film. (laughs) She was like, this is the one I need to see it. I think I was watching the like the pre-production and like the behind the scenes and everything in the extended cut. And apparently Twilight was written after she had a dream and the dream that she had was the meadow scene uh, where she just had a dream about a vampire and a human sitting in a meadow looking at each other. And she was like, what happens before? What happens after? And then she wrote Twilight. Did we need to answer these questions? I don't know. You know, I have some pretty fucked up dreams myself (laughs) and I just let those lie. You know, I don't write them down. Um, but I recently had wisdom teeth surgery, had all four of my wisdom teeth taken out. And the night that I was like on a bunch of drugs, <laughs> I had the most vivid memory that I ended up marrying Robert Pattinson. Um, but like, I'm like one of those cool girls. Like I, like I knew of him, but like, I had never seen his work. Like, and I didn't really like, I didn't know much about his filmography, Um, And that's really what he was attracted to. So Robbie, you can click off now. (laughs) I can't admit that I have been an avid fan. Um, Now you have his vampire baby or what's the timeline there? Yeah, the timeline is one to two years. We're thinking at least four or five vampire children. It it will take a toll on my body. Um, We only watched the first movie for the podcast, but if you've seen the later ones, Maria, or if you want to see them, you'll see that um, Robbie uh, coming inside of <laughs> Kristen Stewart was not was not good for her health. And <laughs> but Edward also, like, I always feel like he doesn't know what to do with his hands in every scene. I don't know if that was just like a, a repeated thing. And then I kind of died when he said, you better hold on tight, spider monkey. Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> again iconic everyone wants that in a boyfriend I want nothing more than to hop on to the back of some somewhat scary man have him call me a spider monkey and then just climb some redwoods that is oh female fantasy that also happens with like his sister or whatever she's like that's my monkey man and it's like maybe let's come up with a different descriptor (laughs) that's all I can think of um but yeah, no, it was just, it was a lot. And I especially didn't fully understand the the need to track down Bella. Like James, like I bail on food when like the Grubhub fee is too high, but he's like, I'm going to follow her to Florida. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> if my DoorDash is delivered to the wrong apartment, I'm like, we're cutting our losses. <laughs> we're not going after it we're not even going to try to get a refund um yeah I don't know how to explain James that much Victoria does come into play later on as well but yeah I will say um well her hair is fabulous um (laughs) (laughs) I will say in regards to the spider monkey thing there are several scenes that they cut out that did not make it to the final cut in the extended edition and one of them is directly before infamous spider monkey line and it is literally bella holding up like a wooden like rainmaker noisemaker have you ever like seen mm-hmm. or heard one of those yeah so it, like tips and then that's like grains of rice or something making the noise and she holds one up that's in edward's room and she says that her mom and her used to like make these and they made them out of her pet chinchillas droppings and paper towel rolls. So she literally lets like think this one through. So she knows her boyfriend is a vampire um, and she's going over to meet him and um, his family for the first time. And she's walking into his bedroom for the first time. And her first thought is to pick up <laughs> a rainmaker and say, you know what? Fun fact, I used to take my chinchilla shit and put it in a paper towel roll and make the same thing. 
Um, he should have killed her right there. I think, I think that should have been it. Like she should not have been allowed to live past that point. That should have been where, where life ended for her. Um, but yeah, I'm glad they cut that. I have one of those in my room. Yeah, (laughs) that's it. Um, are you thinking of chinchillas? I am. And specifically their shit. I actually have <laughs> in the movie, I actually have the exact rainmaker that's in Edward's room at my house. It's like this wooden one with like these dots. It's literally the exact same one. Oh, mine is mine is paper towel not dropping inside. Have you tried? Have you tried the chinchilla dropping? I haven't know? tried the method yet, but hopefully five minute crafts will get on it soon. Yeah. So like when you have some free time in the future mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're feeling a little crafty. Um, but yeah, it's hard to think of why they would have cut that. Yeah. Um, I was like, was that from the book? Do you remember? I have no specific memory of that. You think it, you think I would, you think mm-hmm. it would really stick out. Um, but yeah, don't have, don't have a single memory of that. Um, but yeah, any other final thoughts before we get into real quick our how we would remake Twilight? I don't know. I just like the whole I want to be with you forever. And it's like, girl, you just met him. Like, <laughs> I think this is why we have unrealistic expectations for, for men. For relate. Yeah, it's like we were raised on these kind of things. Well, not me. I was different. I didn't read or watch Twilight. So mm-hmm. I know because like literally they're literally a teen, a teen marriage. <laughs> like they yeah. get married at 18 and she has the baby at like 18 or 19 years old. Wait, I would but, love wait question. Mm-hmm. Is that legal if he's 17? Uh I think they're like faking documents. <laughs> you know <laughs> let's see let's have a thought experiment is bella technically <laughs> is she a sex offender is she on the list <laughs> she is engaging in sexual relations with a minor mm-hmm. um, but go ahead say it say what i am sex offender, sex offender. <laughs> yeah she can't live within one mile of a school <laughs> district but yeah, it all works out in the end, but I'd love to see it not work out. I would love to see, <laughs> I'd love to see um, Bella and Edward go to couple cou- couples counseling. <laughs> um, Bella and Edward get divorced <laughs> and have to separate their assets. Because um, realistically, and especially getting married that young, they that is absolutely their first marriage. That's That's not their forever marriage. That's their first marriage. Imagine being their therapist and being like, Bella's like, oh, he never does the dishes. And it's like, you guys have a really, like, you have only one life to live. Like, are we really going to get bogged down with like the tiny details? (laughs) And then they're like, we're literally stuck together. (laughs) You're like, we're actually, it's an eternity. (laughs) Oh, wait, actually, we haven't talked about the um, glittering. The, yeah I love how that. bad is that yeah I love that he's like I'm absolutely disgusting proceeds to like rip his shirt off and be the most attractive a human being could like possibly be with fucking body glitter it's like <laughs> Edward like calm down I think he might have like some body dysmorphia but he's like this is the skin of a killer bell <laughs> it's beautiful it's a diamond yeah, it's like, is that Swarovski crystal? <laughs> like, what? Why? What's bad about that? Yeah, it's like, I don't know. I feel like that would be me, but I'd be like taking my foundation off and being like, see these acne scars? <laughs> I'm hideous. It's the skin but of a killer. It's the skin of a killer. <laughs> I have committed several felonies. Um but yeah, I, I don't know that that's, it's supposed to really like hit hard, you know, it's mm-hmm. supposed to be like, he transforms into like another creature, like, look at what I am in the sunlight. And it's just like, you're just even hotter. <laughs> like you literally just have like bath and body works, <laughs> like glitter spray all over you. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like he could still like, I feel like they don't have to live in like a cloudy environment. I feel like they could be like, 
it's eczema (laughs) (laughs) well I think it's also like I don't know it reminds me of all those things that I see on TikTok of like big like cats like leopards and stuff and it's like if not friend why friend shaped yeah (laughs) I feel like it's for him it's like if not friend why glittery (laughs) (laughs) why shiny (laughs) but yeah okay so clearly you loved it clearly (laughs) you have no notes whatsoever but if you did have to change one thing and remake twilight what would it be are you like are you making twilight at all is your (laughs) we just keep that one on the cutting room floor (laughs) we don't publish that no I would remake it and I think you could probably let me know how much of a change it makes because I I think there's a lot more background to it Mm -hmm. so hi Brooke um so if I were to remake twilight um, so a big part of the movie and I guess the series is that Edward can't read Bella's thoughts, but can read everyone else's. So in my version, he can only read Bella's thoughts. <laughs> and so the whole entire time he's just hearing her be like, mm, I'm not like other girls. OMG, don't look at me dance. Oh my gosh, don't make me play volleyball. Look at me in my truck. We're quirky. <laughs> um why doesn't anyone else listen to Claire de Lune I was born in the wrong generation (laughs) um I just want to read Wuthering Heights and cuddle with my cactus that's meant to remind the audience that yes I'm from Phoenix the home of cacti (laughs) I know in the beginning (laughs) a little succulent (laughs) just in case you forgot she's from Arizona um but yeah so I think that would change things uh because I think he would snap faster (laughs) oh if he just had to listen to her be like dad ordered me a salad I wanted a garden burger (laughs) again I think you might have been onto something originally that there may not be that many thoughts in there so (laughs) it could go either way you know (laughs) it could be that it's nice and peaceful and quiet in there (laughs) there's there's not much happening but what I I really love that what a like staggering difference in Edward's life you know he's just like trucking along it's like year 115 of being in AP bio and then in walks this bitch and he's like he's like it just got real loud and he <laughs> rainy days are my worst nightmare I'm so uncoordinated yeah (laughs) would that be better or worse than everyone that's like money sex money sex (laughs) I might take that over Uh, my headband yeah oh my gosh you know she's like I'm gonna stand in front of this really big fan um I wonder (laughs) where I'm gonna sit (laughs) but I I think that's an excellent idea I would remake that I think I think that would be good Thank you. That would be good. In the end, he does get to hear Bella's thoughts. She does, oh. just to let you know, in on the canon, um, she is able to, when she goes vampire mode, she is able to remove her like mental shield and she lets Edward in on her thoughts and he like sobs because he's like, so it's oh like, my God. it's like oral penetration. <laughs> sure exactly like that um so she was so you could call the shield a condom yeah she was wrapped up real tight and then then she just rips that bad boy off this is after they've already had a child together um no reading minds until after marriage yeah you cannot know my actual <laughs> thoughts she definitely is not speaking her mind at any point um but she like lifts off her little mental shield and he starts like sobbing because it's like essentially like a summary or like a reliving of like how they fell in love and like all the things she was thinking and he's like omg i love you so much i can't wait to spend the rest of my life with you And then they just like cry together. Well, they're like on the precipice of like a great battle. So like tensions are high. There's about and and she's just like, "Hmm, I wish I had a garden burger. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) love me. 
<laughs> and he's like, oh, babe, <laughs> I know you were thinking of that garden burger. I know you so well. <laughs> but yeah, that's great. Um, what would you do? Well, here's the thing. So I forgot about the premise of our podcast. <laughs> for a moment. I got a little too wrapped up in the twilight of it all. <laughs> was like, wow, can't wait to talk about this with Maria. So I'm going to present rapid fire. Just some, <laughs> just some statements <laughs> about things that I might change. So <clears throat> I'm going to say number one, um, Twilight, but Bella's mom is in a functioning human being <laughs> that cares about her daughter. Um, yeah, she was like, I'm like the power cord ran away from me. And it's like, <laughs> let's unpack that. I'm like, I feel like Bella has lived through some trauma that we are not like. Well, yeah, because it's like, why are you concerned about your power cord running away? It also seems like you've lost your child. <laughs> yeah, she's like, she's like, oh my God. And she's on the payphone and she's like, wait, who am I talking to again? Who, who is this? She's just going off and fucking Phil. I'm just saying Bella's a lot more chill than I am. If mom and dad split up, I'm hanging out with mom with a cactus in hand for like 10 years on my own. And then Phil comes into the future, like Phil of the future, actually, <laughs> from Disney. <laughs> but if Phil comes into the picture, um, oh, that's another thing. You know what? Let's explore this baseball connection. Um, Phil's a minor league baseball player. And then baseball is where Bella gets hunted down by, by a killer vampire. So I think baseball is a really traumatic, it's a traumatic sport for her. We need to, she's going to bring that up in therapy one day. Like mark my words. It's dance and baseball. Dance and baseball. Those are are her two things. (laughs) And vampire chasing her and trying to kill her. But that's more of an afterthought. That's more because of the dance and baseball. Yeah, that's, that's not the problem. That is, that is, that is the consequence, but Okay. Another one is, um, you know how like Bella's scent of her like blood, it's just too intoxicating. And so it's like twilight. Um, the Bella's scent is not really from her blood. It's actually from her perfume fantasy by Britney Spears. (laughs) And they like figure that out and realize that they can purchase it at Walmart, um, or any major retailer. And then (laughs) her reveal becomes a lot, (laughs) a lot less. Well, I feel um, like it would be funny if they're like, we have to get uh, James off our track. And so they're just plugging in Bath and Body Works wallflowers <laughs> yep. along the way. <laughs> they're just spraying out every door. And he's like, <laughs> Bella's iconic scent. <laughs> Is it Chanel number five? No, it's Fantasy by Britney Spears. But um, I like that. That's my other theory. And then um, Twilight, but Bella is in AP classes and is trying to get into a, <laughs> a top 10 school. Because um, this takes place in high school. Besides our little prophase, metaphase, biology class action, what are they doing? They are not prioritizing their education. And I am concerned for them. There's not a single test. There's not an exam. Um, but I just want to see her like taking the SAT. What would be her personal essay if it's like, talk about a time you overcame something and she's just like, so there was this vampire who was trying to hunt me and then he made me go back to my dance studio and I was like, guys, don't make me dance. She would get into a liberal arts school with that essay. Absolutely. She's getting into like Brown or something. (laughs) She is nailing it. But yeah, I think it would be like, um, I overcame, like I had my partner and I were actually mixed race. (laughs) It was a mixed race relationship. Um, I was human and he was a vampire. Um, and we did face our challenges and our prejudices, (laughs) but we made it work. Um, so yeah, Twilight, but Bella is, uh, taking her academics seriously. What would she want to major in? She majored in like English. <laughs> oh, like. really? Yeah. I don't know. I think so. Yeah, because I guess she's always reading like Wuthering Heights and stuff. I that was a big thing from the book. I have heard a little bit of the first book, mm-hmm. and she was always like talking about Wuthering Heights. Yeah, which is I, I guess symbolism for her relationship with like Edward's a Heathcliff. I don't know. I 
I don't know, but I think she's English major or I think she's dropping out. (laughs) I think she's dropping out of school. I don't think she gets past like the first year, maybe first year, second, like first year, one semester in, (laughs) but I mean, imagine her living on campus, like imagine you're her roommate and suddenly this man keeps appearing in your room in the middle of the night. I'm like, do you have the key? I'm like, who swiped you in? I just used the window. Don't worry. I like watching her sleep. We're going to care report you. I'd be like, yeah, I've never seen her boyfriend eat. He literally does not sleep. I've never seen him go to class. I'm really concerned about him. I'm worried for her. I don't think they're in a good relationship. Um, like, you so know yeah, how I, we had to fill out that, um, like roommate survey? like guideline. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, do you want visitors? And there, and she would be like, oh, like sometimes my boyfriend visits at night. And it's like, oh, I'm not really cool with that. It's okay. You only see him if you wake up. <laughs> it's like, are you a heavy sleeper? <laughs> okay. Don't, don't even worry about it then. <laughs> He's not gonna do anything. You just gonna like look at me and <laughs> be like, mm-hmm, absolutely not. <laughs> I will be moving out immediately. But that's very funny. Specifically, um, it's like, oh, what do you? What did you need that extra desk chair for? Oh, it's just positioned towards my bed so that my <laughs> boyfriend from out of town can watch me sleep. Can watch me while I sleep. <laughs> um, nine on one. Immediately. <laughs> Oh my God, that would be worst nightmare. Um, another one is Twilight, but the only love story is between Charlie and Billy. Um, Billy is Jacob's dad. Mm. <laughs> that is the, that's like maybe in my older years, that's all I want to see. They, they have a connection and it's undeniable mm-hmm. and I want to see more there. And I think it's romantic. Um, you know, when they're like, when they're like spinning around, it's like the the very beginning and Jacob's like it gets worth worse with age and I'm like absolutely it does <laughs> their connection grows stronger and more passionate um so that's another possibility and then Twilight but instead of taking place in place in Forks Washington it takes place in Portland and every time <laughs> Edward does something weird and vampire someone just says keep Portland weird in the background <laughs> um and See, then, I thought I, my idea was to set it in Spoons, Washington, that is different because it has a population of 3,021. Oh, I like that. And then like in the next iteration, they live in Sporks, Washington. <laughs> well, like, they merge together. They decide. Oh, okay. <laughs> like rival town situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's like Parks and Rec, like. The one they kind of happen at the same time. The one's a little bit better. Like the vampires over there, <laughs> the vampires over in spoons. Well, then it's um, they have another. They end up having a rival, rival town, and the enemy of my enemy is a friend. So they have to become sporks to go against knives. knives. Of course, <laughs> I love it. it. It's like if Twilight were a, a town <laughs> comedy. <laughs> um, love it. Okay, and then last one, Twilight, Babella has had exactly one single therapy session. <laughs> I think none of this is happening. <laughs> like if she had an ounce of self-esteem, this this movie's not happening. <laughs> She's gonna be like, hey, um, so I just wanted to talk about why you looked like you were gonna vomit <laughs> when I sat down and you literally did not speak to me but stared intently at me then she's like okay just find like an explanation I will be changing classes <laughs> and then that's it we don't worry about it yeah because I found it strange when she gives her friend the advice that like you can go after him we're strong independent women I and I was like are we I was like we're are you including yourself in that Edward's girlfriend? <laughs> like, what do you mean, bitch? You don't have a personality outside of wanting to fuck your boyfriend. Um, but yeah, she's not like other girls. She doesn't care about the prom. She only cares about her boyfriend. 
and her dad question mark but and maybe her cactus and maybe her cactus definitely not her mom we no. <laughs> that was all for show honestly <laughs> um but yeah I I still love Twilight we'll watch it as a little nostalgic pick me up I think you should watch all the movies now I think you got to dive deep into the the Twilight universe <laughs> maybe for future episodes I think I can only do it when prompted okay you can only do it like once every couple months yeah I don't think it's like a self-exploratory thing I think Mm. it's more of a homework (laughs) more like an on a deadline yeah (laughs) gun to your head situation Mm -hmm. okay good that's what I love to hear I love sharing (laughs) my interests with others I just didn't get it I don't know it was just so awkward and so slow like I think the movie would have been an hour if we cut out all the staring (laughs) yeah the staring and the stuttering oh but Brooke what are you watching lately um I watched uh 2012 the disaster film have you ever seen it no it's like one of my faves. I love disaster movies. Um, I, what? Interesting. It like no literally I was, like learning from them or like yeah, I am like a very prepared like if I were going to have a hobby, it probably could be like apocalypse like disaster prepper or whatever. Mm-hmm. That really appeals to me. You bought us all Gatorade when there was the hurricane. We actually have experienced like a natural disaster together, and I was a mess. I was I was the only one with a vehicle on campus. I did run to the store and buy like a twelve pack of Gatorade and like beef jerky and granola bars. I'm pretty sure, and I was like, "This will sustain my group." I was like, "I will get you there." Um, yeah. Then we drove to your house, and and then my mom made spaghetti. Me brownies too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, we do need to like evacuate the area immediately, but I will not be driving on the highway <laughs> through DC. I was like, we will be taking a eight-hour detour, but I will get you guys there. <laughs> I was like, we will be driving 25 miles an hour through country roads on a nice leisurely trip, but we have the gator. We also, everyone was leaving the day before mm-hmm. and we just walked to get bubble tea and the employee was so worried about us. And he was like, I can't leave because there's a shipment coming in. And I was like, there is a hurricane. Is it worth it? I was literally, I was shitting my pants. That was the most stressful fucking time. Yeah, you're right. I forgot that part. Literally everyone was already evacuated and we went to go, we drew a wishy. We were getting hibachi and they were like, they, the, yeah, literally the owner was like, oh my God, leave immediately. And I was like, well, we just got our hibachi. <laughs> I was like, we have a plan in place. We're leaving tomorrow at 6 a.m. And then we watched Fundamentals of Caring and then oh we went to bed. <laughs> yeah, I think we like all watched it. Yeah, we like all watched it like in a room together because I was like have actively having a bit about not yet being on the road I was like this is it guys and then we all just started assigning each other try guys characters yeah (laughs) times I hope there's another hurricane we can share together (laughs) but um I think we gave you Eugene because I'm hot and funny and the best one (laughs) yeah you're always you're always very talented (laughs) you always succeed I can't remember. I think I was Eugene. Yeah. Because Maggie was Ned. Ned, is that his name? Yeah, Ned. I think you were Keith. I think Alana was Zach. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, all during this, I was just making a playlist featuring like Hurricane from Trusslo. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Hurricane, what, Florence? It was like Florence Mm -hmm. Machine songs too. Mm -hmm. Oh, what a time. What a time to be alive. Yeah. Your mom made brownies. They're really good brownies. It was like a Ghirardelli box or something. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, that's the one. That's the only brownie I'll be using in the future. Uh, and then I got to sleep in your sister's room and everyone else had to sleep on the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yes, I have staked my claim here. Um, 
oh good times but yeah if I had to have like a passionate hobby that could be it I just need to mm-hmm. invest in like a bunker I think I'm more so like like <laughs> like packing away food and organizing it I'm like like I want to make sure that whatever it is it'll last for like 15 years mm-hmm. so I'm like this instant mix of pudding will sustain me <laughs> when we are fighting like hand to hand combat for natural resources I do think if you had a bunker and we all had to go in it it would be the most aesthetically pleasing like decorated bunker we'd ever yeah. seen like fairy lights and you know it might be dangerous outside but in here nothing but vibes yeah warm and cozy and comforting and welcoming <laughs> into the apocalypse and be like oh like oh Brooke you have like 10 stacks of double a batteries good thinking for the flashlights and I'm like absolutely not they are for the twinkle light <laughs> like we have to make sure they last I'm not gonna sit here with fluorescence are you kidding me <laughs> but, um but yeah I can see that for me I can see that for me I'd have like the fake plans it'd be like we have to pretend that we are getting oxygen from these <laughs> We can have fake little cacti so that we feel like we're from Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, so that we feel like we've never seen rain before and why are we pale? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I love disaster movies. Genuinely one of my favorite genres. So I watched that. And then I watched Titanic, also pretty much a disaster movie. Um, I mean, it was a disaster. It's also a love story, but <laughs> also a lot of disaster in there. Um, but I only watched like the first hour of Titanic. <laughs> I've not yet gotten to the iceberg part. Um, you're like, I-, I know what happens. I was like, we, we get it. I know what <laughs> the ship sinks. A lot of other stuff happens in between, but no, I was watching like the first, like four minutes of the movie and with old, with old Rose. And I literally was like sobbing. I was like, oh my God. I was like, she's so old. And she's seeing this photo for the first time. And I, I was thought like, you were crying because she's old. Well, that was part of it. I was like, she's lived such a life. And I was like, and now after 84 years, she's seeing the drawing of her tits, the one they were not saggy. And she's just thinking about Jack. And I was like, the original nudes. Yeah. Had they to, found her nudes. <laughs> they leaked her nudes, actually. Um, but what was I, I? Like, I saw a video on TikTok that was like this old man. He was talking about, he was like, the guy goes around and like asks people questions. And the guy was like, have you ever been in love? And he was like, or like, have you ever been married or been in love or something? this old man on a bench was like yeah I've been in love and he was like what was her name and he was like her name was I can't remember her name but her name was Rosemary and he was like on and whatever happened to Rosemary and he's like I married her he was like oh how do you like get together or whatever and he's like well we were in college and she was beautiful and smart and amazing and he was like, and she was even more beautiful and smart and amazing than me, which is hard to beat. And I was like, ha ha, look at you, old man. <laughs> Such an ego. How charming. And then he was like, and then I married her. And then she died seven years later of ovarian cancer. And I was like, God damn it, old man, you're making me feel for you. And then he remarried. So I think I was thinking of that TikTok as I was watching it. And I was like, it's so nice that we can like meet our soulmate and then they might die, but we can still marry another. That's the person. beauty of Twilight. Yeah. It's like, we don't have just one eternal love. You might fall in love with two vampires. But anyways, so I watched like an hour of that and then I cried for most of it. Um, more also- than when you saw the placemat the made made up placemat from Bruno or an no that was that was like a physical reaction <laughs> I still I should get the video that my roommate took of me because it was not sobbing it was more like screeching like I don't know if I could like perform it for you but it was quite literally like it was like, <laughs> like it, was, it was not 
sobbing. <laughs> it was yelling into the void um, over Wait, Bruno. Brooke, I'm sorry. I don't think we quite got that on the audio. Didn't get it? Okay. Um, so it was more like... <laughs> so I did you get it that you. time? Thank you. Um, I watched Jurassic World. Um, I watched World War Z. So you're really into just like these disasters. <laughs> no, I'm literally, literally my favorite thing to watch. And I cycle through like the same, the same ones. These are all like my best hits. Um, I watch, what else did I watch? I've still been watching Lost. Megan and I have one more episode in the season, the first season. Um, I think that's it. Watch the proposal as well mm. with Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock, a classic disaster movie. Mm-hmm. Well, their <laughs> workplace relationship in the beginning is kind of a disaster. It is. It is. There's a lot of like touches of small disaster, but. Mm-hmm. I think that's all I've pretty much been watching. Maybe a couple other things sprinkled in there, but that's mostly it. What about you? Well, thank you for asking. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I've been uh, going strong on my Brendan Fraser filmography binge. So I'm at 44 out of 68 titles. Wow. So we're getting there. Um, So I watched all of Trust, well, all the episodes that he was in on FX. which was really interesting it was like it's there's also a movie on the same incident um but it's basically the kidnapping of john paul getty the third um and like john paul getty the third of like a real story yeah yeah of like it was like getty oil and i think one of them went on to do like getty images and all that Mm. stuff yeah but um basically Brennan Fraser is like really interesting in it because he's just randomly Texan. He has a cowboy hat. He hangs an American flag wherever he goes. He drinks milk. Um, oh yeah, you just described my perfect man. <laughs> and he like it's interesting because he talks like directly to us mm-hmm. as like breaking the fourth wall. Um, um, oh, love him. And then <laughs> I watched. Um, I just finished Line of Descent, which is. Brennan Fraser in a Hindi movie about an India mafia, which was interesting. And it's like the weird intersection between my Brendan Fraser obsession and the fact that I'm Indian. That like <laughs> I'm only like I manifested this somehow. That's so like, funny. Somehow. Because it's like Brendan Fraser like in henna. And I'm like, oh, okay. Cool. Um, there's one point where he describes he has this one line um what is it with people you know it's like they're always wearing masks but every now and then it slips a little bit and you can see behind it and you find out who they really are which makes me is the perfect way I would describe how frustrated I get when people don't wear their mask on campus (laughs) every now and then it slips down (laughs) I don't know if it's just me but because of the pandemic I'm just unsettled by the sight of noses now, mm-hmm. especially a nose that I'm not supposed to be seeing, you know, mm-hmm. like it's just, it's unsettling. Yeah. Um, it's more, it's more like a nostril. Like, yeah. eh, we can see like, we can get a little, a little peek here, a little, mm-hmm. a little preview, a tease, if you will. But as soon as it slips below and we see that whole, someone, <laughs> someone's doing something wrong. <laughs> um, and then I watched The Poison Rose. <laughs> yep. Which was the worst movie I think I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone should watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically like John Travolta playing a private investigator. Um, but he does like monologues. So it's like, I'm pretty sure he just like really wanted to be a podcaster. Because <laughs> he's like, they dropped me off here. And it's like, you could, we saw that. You don't need to recap <laughs> it for us. Um, there's also a moment where he's like, "Was he like for the audio listeners only? They dropped me off here." And like literally seven times or so, they say, "This is Texas, after all." The accents are also really weird. Um, Brendan is awful in it. Um, and this one's also in Texas. Yeah, this one's in Texas. A lot of Texas happening. But his Texan accent in Trust is good. But here it's like they told him. 
to secret of fire and also curve your lips down <laughs> and not move with them. So it's kind of like this. But also everyone talks like that. Like there's one uh, lady who was in the blacklist and she's like, oh, you know, you don't believe he really did it, did you? You know, Becky couldn't have done it. You know he didn't. And it's just like so weird. I don't know why, what direction they got to not move their lips. Like um, the casting direction was like, think ventriloquist <laughs> and run with that. Yeah. Like there are just so many weird lines. Like she's dead, as dead as Julius Caesar. <laughs> what a weird person to pick Fam- up. Famously dead person. <laughs> um, so I recommend it if you want to watch the worst movie it's not a disaster movie but in its own way it's a disaster of a movie (laughs) yeah so thank you so much for listening to remake hot take um you can find us on instagram twitter letterbox as remake hot take um follow our late night show um Morton third floor on Instagram, Morton underscore third on Twitter, and at the Ketchup Show on TikTok. And you can find us. <laughs> you can find me, Maria Shores, uh, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Letterbox. If you want to follow along with my Brendan Fraser filmography binge, <laughs> this girl who's also doing a filmography binge, I followed her on Letterbox, and she just followed me on Twitter. And I think we're gonna be best friends. Oh my god! Okay. Yeah. So where can they find you, Brooke? Do you want them to find you? They can find me in Cleveland. If anyone <laughs> needs to find me, I want them to come find me in person. <laughs> they have to track you. They gotta track, track your me down, hunt and me climb down. in the window. Yeah. That's all I ask. <laughs> Maybe a little warning before you pop in. I do live on the third floor. Um, so you will have to be athletic or just really highly motivated. Well, spider monkey your way up. <laughs> yeah. If, if any vampires are listening to this and you look like Robert Pattinson, come on in. <laughs> no invitation necessary. Um, they can find me if they don't want to do that. They can find me at B Reese B underscore Reese Cup on instagram and i think reese brooke one <laughs> on twitter reese brooke one and only um on twitter not reese brooke two not know that no. bitch i we do not know her we do not associate with reese brooke two <laughs> um it's a scam actually mm-hmm. don't follow her um yeah that's it thanks for watching guys okay bye